Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of Future Frenzy. I'm here with Eric McHugh, co-founder of ShopX. And today we have a really interesting conversation for you. Uh, I am sad to say that I have renounced my partnership with Turkle.io uh, as of yesterday, and they have discarded all of uh, <laughs> every single article I sent in, they threw away, uh, which was a huge waste of time and money. Uh, and what I figured out about this company is that they don't actually utilize blockchain technology. So I thought, why not uh, go through my Rolodex of experts and find the number one guy to talk to when it comes to blockchain technology, uh, Eric. And, and so to have you on here is, is really great. And I'm excited to explore uh, all the different uh, aspects of blockchain technology and uh you know get a little nitty-gritty on on how something like this could be created so uh with that uh thanks for being on and uh what are your initial thoughts uh on the project eric yeah nice to meet everyone my name is eric 29 years old blessed to be living in beautiful southern california in terms of the specific project i haven't had time to look into too much myself but something I'm personally passionate about is authenticity and not getting canceled. Being someone who got into one of the driving factors of why I got into Bitcoin itself was I listened to a ton of Andreas Antonopoulos. If you don't know him, he's an OG Bitcoiner and his parents unfortunately went through the situation in Cyprus a while back. So what happened in Cyprus is they were going through um, inflation. The banks actually froze all their accounts. So the, the people of the country couldn't withdraw their money oh. so if effectively their monetary system got canceled and obviously if your money gets canceled you're kind of screwed and that <laughs> led me to find blockchain technology and something that i'm passionate about with that is look you can cancel the blockchain and i view that as a very big problem in today's society whereas if someone says something wrong today on any podcast any form of social media some third party arbitrarily could say hey you're gone and let me expand on that. And it's more terrifying. Now we live in a society in Web 2 where a few major players control everything. Let's say arbitrarily someone, a bad third party, puts pressure on one of the system, one of the powers in place right now. They could find something you said five years ago and that could cancel you. And not only that, what you said five years ago could have been completely okay, but it's not okay now for whatever reason. And then they could retroactively cancel you. Just, but, because, <laughs> just yeah, because somebody said, oh, well, now we think that this is wrong to say. And and to scale <laughs> and to scale on top of that, I'm sure you're well aware that AI is coming to play. In the very near future, I will be able to make video content of you saying what I want to say, and they'll be nearly identical. And then me being a third actor, I could create you as a content that I could report you, and then if the mob gets big enough, they could cancel you. Meanwhile, you're on vacation on some beach somewhere and having no idea what's coming on. Then you come back and you see your Twitter with like a million notifications. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. But that's just that's just one possibility. That I mean, you're right. I, the the big tech players own everything right now. And uh and I've been canceled 
plenty of times on Twitter with various accounts. It's it's, <laughs> it's low key actually, like because I used to be like an early money Twitter as well as some like early crypto Twitter, and I, I would talk I would talk a bunch of shit, and I just like a lot of canceled. I would try to get the account back. It was someone on like anime account. I'm like, all right, well this one's gone. And I'd start again. That is so funny. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I think that um, it's really interesting that all these major players are um, getting in the game of AI. And, and you know, Elon Musk is kind of taking uh, an interesting position with his truth GPT. Um, I How do you think that like truth gpt will influence uh how we share information and how i mean do you believe the hype um i mean elon's a smart dude he, he's also great with attention do you have any more uh would you mind giving me a quick overview for me and your listeners on what truth gpt is so you know i was hoping that you would know more than me uh so with that i'll, I'll pull it up right now um let's see so and, and while you pull it up i can talk on chat gbt if truth gbt truly is truth truthful ai a big scare of everyone right now is think of like the social media algorithms where everything is meant to program you like instagram has a goal showing you what they see tiktok has a goal showing you what they see everything online is meant to program you and that's especially dangerous with ai so that just leverages that danger. So if Elon is creating actual AI that's truthful, that just reads the data inputs and gives you a specific output without any political bias, then I'm for it. But I also haven't had too much time to look into the Truth GBT project myself. But well, I do see I do see Rumble, which I like. So yeah, well now I'm realizing that this might be on the blockchain actually. Oh, no way. Um, token. I see token launch. Um, I mean, this is, I, I know you're all about NFT launches, so, uh, you know, I mean, and you were saying that you want to call about a specific token that we might not be able to mention. Um, so with this, uh, are you able to, you know, unpack a little bit? more about the phases and what they might mean yeah sure i mean it's based on i'm looking at this for the first time right now i mean it's a general it's it's a general project outline it looks pretty good but obviously they got their website creation in terms of their token launch i'm i'm not sure what their specific token does but i'm sure it has a purpose so once you have the token then you have to build a community the community guild gets the users and then from there it's a successful product so I'm sure he's hoping to get the, I, I'm not Elon, so I can't speak on him, but if I were creating a platform like this, I would like to build hype around my project, get an initial group of users like ChatGBT did, make the service itself good, and then people are excited to share about it themselves. Because think about ChatGBT grew. It was actually useful at first and everyone started talking about them and that drew more users. So if someone like Elon is trying to get a viral effect like that with a ChatGBT version of uh. AI and that's cool. And now that you mention it, I don't. I, think, I, I don't think what I showed you was Truth GP. I don't think that this is. That's probably not. Um, in terms of blockchain, there's ninety nine percent scam. So I haven't looked into specific <laughs> project, but 
Um, so they so that company, hey, they they could be real. I don't know. Again, I just saw it on your screen for the first time. Yeah, but they yeah. may be trying to ride the coattails of Elon and choose GBT to get some money, like the scam people. Unfortunately, that happens quite often. Uh, like 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 I personally have people impersonating my Twitter accounts. I've had friends text me screen, <laughs> screenshots of people pretending to be me, saying, "Hey, we have a business deal. I need some ETH right now. Can you send it to me? I'll spot you back." I'm like. Dude, is this your number? I'm like, no, <laughs> it's just a scam. So like, it this unfortunately happens. Oh and and like a text and, from CZ Binance. <laughs> yeah, it's like so, j- j- you want whitelist. And the reason this happens is because a a lot of people in crypto are new, so they they are unfortunately a honeypot of money to scam. And if someone scams someone in crypto, like they send them the private keys. Like for example, it's it's very common in new project discords with new users to fake an admin see people asking for help on like the general page then reach out to them as a fake admin send them to a website that looks convincing saying hey um what's the issue blah 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 whatever you want to word it and they say oh we'll look into it we need your seed phrase to receive your funds then the new users like here's your seed phrase thank you and then they just steal all their money so unfortunately what we just saw is hey it could be a real project but i'm sure there are plenty of people impersonating elon and his new project gvt to get some quick cash (laughs) Because you yeah. can't you can't reverse the transaction either too. So like it's so like can call the bank saying, "Hey, I got scammed." I'm like who am I supposed to call the CEO of Bitcoin? Be like, "Hey, CEO, send me Bitcoin back," and they can't. So with that potential concern in mind, how could leveraging blockchain technology with um with my new project, Decent QA, uh how would leveraging blockchain technology in that make it a sharper project than our rivals? Yeah, why don't we get a, and again, for, I'm sure there'll be new listeners to the podcast. Want to give a quick higher level overview of your project? Yeah, so uh, basically uh, to give a, a big uh, high level overview of this project, I basically want to create a decentralized network where the expert can communicate with the publisher and we can create wonderful content um, and have the transaction be tokenized um, while also, um, you know, ensuring that um maximum exposure is is shown and that uh there is a lot of um capability for experts to be seen so um you know we're kind of trying to work out the particulars here um i know it's a uh, i could tell you exactly how the system works and how the software itself is developed and how they use generative AI uh, in my rival software. But uh, my question and you know where I'm trying to pull experts in uh, is to answer the question, how can we add uh, Web3 into this and, and you know really make sure that this technology is gonna be here to stay uh, in the future, because, you know, I reposted your uh, post about 
uh, Web 2.0 to Web 3.0. And I would like to be uh, the Web 3.0 version of uh, our rivals. Yeah, so let's um, let me give you a brief overview of the advantages of Web 1, Web 2, Web 3 and how it can be used to create a decentralized feature. And then we can work backwards and then make it fit for your project. And the cool thing about this project, uh, the Web 1, 2, 3 landscape, is it's new. So even if there may not be a solution right now, someone like you or even me or the kid down the street or some kid in Russia coding, they could create the solution. We're all one big team, so we'll share. So in terms of Web 1, Web 1 is read-only. And what I mean by that is someone creates a con, like you can just read content on the internet, just like articles and whatnot. Web 2, and I think this is where we're at, I think this is where you resonate, Web 2 means we can read content and we can write content, but we do not own the content. The issue with that, and I've seen this plenty of times on Instagram and social media, and I'm sure you can think of a couple use cases, is you can create content. I can read that content, but we don't own the content, so we don't really make the money. And at any given time, someone could cancel that content. So that's Web 2. So because we don't own it, so someone could cancel it, then all your articles, all your videos, your whole YouTube channel could be gone in the blink of an eye because some arbitrary force in YouTube says, I don't like it's rule, rule mumbo jumbo by web three is where we read the content. We write the content and we own the content. So in the world of NFTs and the web, and I view web three as a crypto based internet, but in the world of a crypto based internet, if we create content in the form of NFTs or non-fungible tokens, no one can cancel the content. So working back uh, to your specific product again, you're the absolute expert in, in this field, but like um, think of it this way. In the future, people are already making NFTs. Right now, NFTs are known for JPEGs, but it's entirely possible since NFTs are really just programmable data to create like a video or even like a song or like, for example, the Beatles, they could, or like a music artist could NFTize a song, sell the portion of the song in the form of NFT, and then the owner owns owns that song every time that song is played they could get royalties in terms of the experts um what does this sound like to you let's say um you can either token gate expert opinion so the expert um let's say expert launches nft like i'm uh, let's say i'm an expert on your platform i launch the nft that nft gives me token it gives you the token gated access to my specific content so you have the eric nft i get access to your content or you, the platform, you can create an NFT for specific experts. Like, okay, you ordered the uh, science package. So this NFT to unlocks all the science content on the website. When you deploy the NFT, um, all the experts who contribute content in fair fashion. So like I contribute like a science article or whatever. We all share in the rewards from you selling the NFT because we create the content, you provide the platform, and then everyone fits that way. So this is... Oh, okay, uh, and, now, and again, now I can piece it together for you a little better uh, with that information in mind. So say uh, say you have 10 experts that contribute on an article that uh, is 10 ways to leverage artificial intelligence uh, in your supply chain operations, right? You... Uh, as an expert, uh, through our platform are then able to get that 
uh, NFT generated, uh, you know, with the article content composed in it. So of course we're gonna be we're gonna be fair and and Web two as well uh, at this point. But I think that you know having that ownable piece uh, of content, uh, you know, that people can't take away from you for one. Um, which which is really big in in terms of um uh, what we're talking about and and also um i think that that ownership of your content uh will make people want to produce more of it yeah so um, let me try to walk this through as a customer in this example and Honestly, man, I love this conversation just because we're spitballing ideas and coming up with solutions. So you, let's say you're a conglomerate of 10 people, you contribute to one article, you either token gate the article itself or you NFT eyes, that's not the term, but you create an NFT based on the content. So me, I want to read that article. If I don't own the NFT, I can't read it. If I don't own the, if I don't own the NFT pass, I can't get access to that token gated content. Me, I'm like, okay, I have to read the article. Uh, Sev is on it. His, his panel is fantastic. I then mint. I then mint the content. So now I own the content. So I I own your guys's article, or what version one, two, three, whatever number. Upon my mint, since this is all blockchain based, your ten um uh, contributors to the article theoretically put in their wallet addresses in the smart contract. So as soon as I mint, everyone gets paid equally. And if you're providing the service, you can work it out with them again to earn a fee yourself. So everyone gets paid equally upon the minting of the, my, my customer, I want to read the article. I mint the article. I mint the pass to get to the article and you guys all get paid. Hypothetically, let's say um the powers that be shut down your side. They're like, okay, this guy's spinning too much truth. His information's too good. <laughs> we can, we can't have this competition. Then unfortunately your, your site goes away, which, which happens. We've seen it plenty of the times in the past. Me, I own the article, so I can still access that article. And you still own the smart contract. So people can still mint your NFT from the smart contract. You may not have a platform presently in the Web2 world to get that um, minting contract out. Like it's your website itself is gone, but people can still mint. So you can bring up another website. You can still have the minting pass. So the content, and I'm sure in the future, like, and again, I'm just spitballing here, but if we're building a Web3-based internet, that problem could solve itself. And it wouldn't surprise me if people are figuring out ways to build an internet on top of the blockchain, which is uncan like which is much harder to cancel. Dude, I mean, I'm 23. We've got time. We oh, have, yeah. uh, we got time to work. Uh, yeah. and, and, and again, this brings me back to the my favorite part about Web3. It's it's composable, meaning we all benefit from each other. It's uh, the compound interest software. So like you have your problem with the, the smart contract, your web, website get canceled, but some other um, entrepreneur in like India they're solving that right now they solve that solution and then you utilize their solution to help your product you get your information out there and who knows he may put an article on your website so it's like everyone's winning at that point I I think that truly does uh, add value to the expert slash creator and also takes a little a li oh sorry what were you saying because I was talking to one of my close friends about this a while ago, and it's really the same. It's similar to yours. Is everything like um, content, like educational content, could help? And again, this is just like spitballing in the future. We we weren't 
Spirit of 420, we were having fun. And then we were, um, we were saying, okay, maybe um, courses should be taught online and education should be NFTIs versus like colleges raking in God knows how much money from just like administration fees, textbooks and all that stuff. So I think that's in line with what you're trying to build with um, your expert opinions on your project. Yeah, I mean, I think to, you know, add uh, add more uh, fuel to this conversation about what you're saying, um, I basically consider my uh, book, How to Remain Nimble, uh, as something that is worth more than a public relations degree. <laughs> uh, and I would like to, uh, you know, take this content and put it into the Web3. How, how would I be able to do that best? And where do you think it would be uh, most su successful? Yeah, so, and again, um, this is just me spitballing here. My suggestion would be um, rather than create a whole NFT of a book, because that, that's kind of hard in terms of like, without a specific, so if you want to NFT ties that, you'd have to hire a whole blockchain. Like you'd have to hire your own developers to create an NFT of the book. Slash NFTs right now, they're mainly like um, pictures. So scrolling through an NFT page for the book wouldn't be very feasible. What I would do is create a pass for the book. So I would create an NFT that gains you access to the book or exclusive chapters to the book or, or however you want to word that. Ooh. So you could, you could create the pass and then your book could live online. Where pass, if you're a supportive, um, if your supporters own your pass, they get access to the book. You can do it chapter by chapter. If you're the support of the pass, you get access to like an autographed copy of the book or special content around that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. They're like this book uh can be bought on amazon but what happens if amazon doesn't want to print my book anymore exactly I, uh, yeah. then i'm kind of screwed and we only have the copies that were printed because i don't have the ability to in real life or or like physical world um print my own books so being able to uh being able to uh tokenize something like this would be really interesting and on top of that i think breaking it into into chapters of the book and maybe turning it into a course uh on oh, yeah. the blockchain would be yeah. yeah so we're actually talking to someone else and that's also a cool concept where um you complete a course like i complete level one course one my graduation ceremony is in the form of a diploma that's an NFT, which then unlocks course two. So I can't get, I can't unlock course two unless I read course one and answer a couple of questions correctly. So however you want to word that, you can, and that can totally be done with um like chapters of a book. All right, read chapter one, NFT token gate chapter three. Well, that's how you can you know with generative AI and and people uh you know. I've been seeing that there's problems with resumes, that there's problems with uh, college applications because everybody's using ChatGPT to apply. Oh, really? Um, 
I yeah, I could, think... see, I could see that. <laughs> I, I could see that happening. And, and you know, they're probably using the chat GPT to summarize as well. But I, I think the, the bigger point is uh, maybe that's, I can see where you're uh, talking about education going on in the blockchain uh, because uh, with colleges cost going like 70,000 and up, it, it is, uh, it does make you question Oh yeah, no, um, um, they're going up for a reason, and college is on my area of expertise. I feel like the college costs are going up because of the administration fees and stuff like that, where you're not paying for that administration, you're paying for stuff that you don't really want. Like if I were a college student, I would want I'd want to pay for the education, and in the NFT world, let's say um, college college A, they create all their content, put that online. Each specific course is token gated to the course, like in the form of NFT. So I buy literature course. A for a reasonable price because we're not paying for the overhead of business. We're not paying for three to one admins. So that's a way for the college itself if they're actually producing. And there are plenty of colleges who really truly want to educate the people, but then they get hammered with like administration fees and just overhead and rules and regulations from the board of the colleges and a whole bunch of stuff. So if they wanted to, they can create the courses online, which is more effective anyways. So the courses could be online. They could. Sell NFT. They could sell their course in the form of NFT. They don't have to know it's an NFT. I could then mint the college's course. In, I can mint the NFT with access to the college's course, and then I can get access to the education, which is important. And the cool thing about that is it really globalizes education as well. Like for an example, like you're in Denver. If you go to Boulder, only people in Boulder can pay a lot of money to get the Boulder's education. Whereas if Boulder were doing that online on the blockchain in the form of NFTs, like um theoretically some kid in um, Pakistan or India or Russia or China or Taiwan or wherever they could buy the NFT and get access to the same education as any of us and I think that I think that evens the playing field even further I uh, yeah and I think if you truly were to in the, you know spitballing in the future have the ability to lock like parts of the court like you have to complete this 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 yeah um and and then the uh sorry and sorry you're just giving me ideas and think about the course like let's go go down a whole department let's talk about english so you you lock parts of the course complete a b and c but on top of that to complete if you so individually courses are locked from chapters or whatever you complete that course you get access to the ira course and then the whole diploma from the department could be another locking so it's like saying you have to complete your three out of five of these courses to unlock your NFT in the form of a diploma. And then you get the diploma and that can't be faked because now it's like, like for example, I know diplomas get faked all the time. I know people lie about their education all the time on resumes, but if that's the NFT, you can't lie about that. So it's actually, and again, I've never thought about this until now, but you have like a whole education system where NFT based, you can't really, I mean, you can cheat on the test and not, but you, you can't fake that you own the NFT or pass the courses. And, you know, that's what on LinkedIn, um, yeah. well, yeah. employer badge on LinkedIn too. It's like, if you wanted to say you worked at a company, a, you could, you could have an NFT for that from, deployed from the company we're saying, and the, and the issue with NFTs is theoretically you can buy NFT and sell it to whoever you want on the market, but it's technology that's deploying is soul bound NFTs, meaning it's linked to one wallet. 
and they can have an expiration oh. date with your thing. So that that would solve. And again, for your listeners, this is all just completely organic conversation. So theoretically, if someone mints the college diploma or the employer badge in the form of NFT, you would think that they would sell it. But technology that's coming out is it's not bound to the soul because the blockchain. I don't know what soul is, even though I do think souls exist. But it's they can bound it to one wallet, or they can set parameters. It can only transact once, so that can be the transaction can be from the employer to the wallet of the employee, and then from there you can't sell anymore. So that's completely within the realm of possibility. Okay, so um, uh, oh, sorry, one last thing to, and even further, our issue with AI of people faking each other's NFT bat NFTs and form of identification could help solve that problem. So I'm gonna we're gonna dive right back into the same topic i'm not switching the topic i'm just adding more fuel to the fire um so i'm gonna share my screen really quick um and show you um um so this is basically what is on linkedin for licenses and certifications um you know i think that uh they do a this is uh just a a sample one uh but you know this ability um to have it as an achievement like that but put it in the blockchain instead gives the credential even more power than it would have if it were just linked to a website that could be taken down at any time. Exactly, dude. And let's say your I think that was your LinkedIn profile. If your LinkedIn profile gets deleted, your credentials go away. And if you're familiar with NFTs, most people display their NFTs in a trophy case, which is all their NFTs, like in one place. If you have like four board apes, a couple of mutants, some cypherpunks, people just have it all in one place. So if we're going for the education example, your resume could be an auto-populating live feed of those courses you took, the jobs you had, because we were just talking about the employer NFT badge, so you can't fake that because you don't have the NFT badge, you don't work oh, there. Such all, a good all, idea. All, all the courses as well in college, so if you want to, and that could be a subsection because like, let's say you're 10 years down the line, no one really cares what college class you took, but that can be a subsection of your resume. So you, the courses you take, like they would follow you forever. Same with your employers and whatnot. I, you know, the more we talk about it, yeah. the the more clear the vision becomes. Uh, and, and I'm sure someone's already working on that like two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Def, I mean, I'm sure. I, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, but it, it's certainly something to check out. And it's it's given me a lot of food for thought. I, I'm <laughs> my dog's literally just oh. She's literally running in circles right now. What's she, her name? I, I have to ask. Her name's Opal. Oh, God. That's adorable. <laughs> she's yeah. so excited about our conversation that she's just <laughs> yeah. running in circles. Um, Because this stuff is exciting. It truly yeah. is. Even dogs can understand. Uh, that, <laughs> fun, fun, funny story. On one of the use cases for ShopX, and we'll go right back into this, is the Husky Jackson. He's a Husky on Instagram. He actually... What was that on earth? But they created a pass in the form of so he's an NFT, he's a goal. Are you able to screen share at all? Uh, let me bring it up. 
Yeah, give me one second. I would love to. Yeah, no worries. If it takes a second, that's okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so let me um screen share. You have to enable screen sharing. Okay. Uh let's see. And on that note, if we're talking about pet, uh, pets, we can use this for pet ownership. And it's one of the features coming is embedding NFTs in clothing and uh SKUs and actual products. So you can easily, you know, you have the tracker chip with your dog. Mm -hmm. Or maybe some people do. You can you can put an NFT can easily be imbued in that. So they scan, they know who actually owns a dog. You know that that goes like two ways. I think I'm I'm not able to switch the settings right now. But to think, oh, there we go. Yeah. So um, one of our clients is the Husky Jackson. He's as <laughs> honestly as a. If you check out his channel on TikTok, it's it's nice wholesome husky content. It's like if you like dogs, check something out. But um, so what you're looking at is a DAP page from ShopX. So what Techo is, that's a charity that launched an NFT to raise funds in Web3. So if you mint the Techo Pass, you're supporting Techo charity as well as getting benefits where they decide. These are e-commerce brands. So this is the mag park we went earlier. So if you were a pink mocha pass, you get exclusive access to products, whatnot. This is a sitting senator. Um, what else we got? Coffee shop. And this is the one I wanted to talk about. This is so this is Husky Jackson's pass, the Husky oh, VIP Husky pass. <laughs> so yeah. So you purchase this pass, um, you get access to products that went up based on. So he actually had he didn't have his product yet, but he launched the pass and used that as one of a Kickstarter, raised some initial funds, and then added the product to them later. So yeah, this is as you can see, it's the Husky Jackson. He's got his gold pass, and now he is in NFT land. That's incredible. Yeah, it's cool. One one day there's going to be the Oval Pass. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure well, yeah, you, we'll work on it. Yeah, she'd uh, make she'd make great artwork. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I haven't really done any of the AI generated art for her. I think that 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 would be incredible. Oh yeah, dude! Actually, uh, now that you mentioned, I haven't because I used to do that early and just play around with it and see what my random thoughts produce in the form of forms. But I'm sure that's getting pretty good right now. So, yeah, the, I mean, this was like a crazy uh, news article that I saw. There was a there was somebody who won an award for uh, best photograph uh but it was actually ai generated and that. they like renounced the reward and, and didn't want to take it yeah i think you wanted to prove points yeah it, it's definitely uh really interesting and i guess my question for you to to end this out uh would be uh do you consider ai generated art to be art and if so, is it its own classification of art or does it sit with regular art? 
Uh, I view art as the eye of the beholder. And honestly, my view of life is I view everything as art. It just makes my life better. But if we were doing, um, I believe, it, and I could be wrong, I'm not a art connoisseur. I believe if AI-generated art is considered art, I think it's fair to classify AI-generated art as AI-generated art versus someone who actually took the picture. I think, yeah, I mean, they classify it by medium uh, all the time. You know, my my thinking is the same. They should have its own category, but should still be considered art if enough people agree that it should be considered art. Yeah, and honestly, like, I can't even hang on AI art because you can't create it the click of the button. But I personally like looking at some of the stuff that's been created. So it's like, I don't want to get rid of that. But just, yeah, just keep it, keep it fair. You know, and there's there's luck involved and there's like skill with the prompts. And yeah. it, it really does, uh, you know, some, some of the people who kill it on mid-journey, you should see their prompts. They literally like, it, it's a whole page worth of, like a whole uh document that they enter into the software to generate uh so, so how so how i see this being utilized better and i view ai as there's all ai is here i think it's going to be leveraged by the people with who already have audience everyone can create content now but if you already have an audience it's a way to leverage your audience even better because you're creating good content that already care about what you say so think about like you have 100k followers on LinkedIn, you can do the same post, but you still reach the same people. So let's say you have a large creative, uh, let's say you're a creator, you have a large audience, you can create an AI generated art and then get it in the hands of your audience e either. And they know it's AI. So they could use, like you're a creator on Instagram, you can use AI to create a piece of artwork. NFT ties that, give that to your audience, your audience and mince up, you get paid, so you're happy. And then from there, your NFT, your audience has a cool artwork that you you created still. And then they can get benefits from that, like in terms of e-commerce or exclusive experience or even like meet the creator type of stuff. So it's all going to meld together. Whether that's good or bad, we'll have to find out. Dude, I like already have a million use cases oh, and, yeah. and like ideas about uh, Web3 popping into my head just from our uh conversation today i think that we should definitely uh hop on another podcast soon and uh continue to discuss uh how web3 is going to change the world oh yeah no dude um, I, I personally enjoyed chatting with you and for your listeners this was pretty much an organic conversation so i thought it, i thought it was fun i hope everyone enjoyed it yeah, th again, thank you for listening. Uh hope you hope you had a great time.